coming in as we're talking here. Because we're moving on, we have to start off with from the top. Hey, what's up? My name's Hero. How are you guys doing? This is the Identity Booth, and Eric is not with me. We miss him dearly, but he's out there doing his seventh version of his honeymoon. That's a play on words, because that means he's on his seventh anniversary. Him and uh, his lovely wife are enjoying their day. Shout out to Shani. For uh, letting Eric be great, because you know Eric is lost without her. Clearly, uh, before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, who just jumped in here? I can't see nothing on uh, my my thing, but I'm just waving at everybody on Twitch, on Instagram. Uh, if you're on Instagram, you want to catch this feed and actually see what I'm talking about, jump on YouTube, jump on uh, Facebook, jump on Twitter, jump on Twitch. If you have a Gmail account, you can log in for free. Um, you can log in with any account, but it's just easier. But uh, yeah, that's where you guys can catch me. Uh, I'm also on a, on a bunch of pa- podcast platforms. I'll put the link in uh, this comment section, but... You can catch me on Apple, iTunes, and all this stuff. And if you enjoy anything I'm doing right now, don't hesitate, man. Y'all come support your boy. Help a boy out, man. We out here in these streets trying to make it, man. So uh, if there's something you you feel like you can do for me, help me out. Donation. You know, uh, just watching this helps me. But if I have a sponsored link, if I have a sponsor, it's going to go in right now. And if I don't, you won't even hear this part, and it won't even matter. But uh, we'll push on if there's nothing I've forgotten. No, I haven't forgotten nothing. We got 240 identifiers, so like, share, subscribe. Y'all know the routine. Let's get into this story. And for me to get into this story, I think I need my headphones because I want to hear this in real time. So (sighs) I just want to hear her story first. So let's just hear her story first and go from there. Um, Nurse Doring, thank you so much for being here. It's called the coronavirus Join us this morning, Rashida Glant. But here to describe what she's seeing on the front lines in South Dakota is Jody Doring. She's a registered nurse who has called the coronavirus crisis in her state, quote, a horror movie that never ends. Um, Nurse Doring, thank you so much for being here. When I read some of your tweets, <laughs> my jaw dropped. You said that even now, that the, the hospital is being overrun with COVID patients. They come in, they're horribly ill, they're gasping for breath, and yet they don't believe they have COVID? Yeah, I think the hardest thing to watch is that people are still looking for something else and they want a magic answer and they don't wanna believe that COVID is real. And the reason I tweeted what I did is it wasn't one particular patient, it's just a culmination of so many people and their last dying words are, um, this can't be happening, it's not real. And when they should be spending time FaceTiming their families, they're filled with anger and hatred. And it just made me really sad the other night. And um, I just can't believe that those are gonna gonna be their last thoughts and words. Anger and hatred towards you? 
Um, you know, I think it's just uh, a belief that it's not real and nursing happens to be on the receiving end of that. And that's okay, we can take that. That's what you're there for. It's just in the bigger picture when you try to reason with people of, can I call your family, your kids, your wife, your friend, your brother, and they say no, because I'm gonna be fine, and you're watching their oxygen levels, um, you know, maxed out on what we call vapotherm at 100%, and their oxygen level might be 75. <laughs> that's not really that compatible with life, and we know where that's gonna head. And it just makes you um, sad and mad and frustrated and then you know that you're just gonna come back and do it all over again. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of where that stemmed from. How could it not make your own head explode? They're gasping for What up, shotgun? Their oxygen levels are dropping. What I'm on uh, Facebook or YouTube if you want to watch. Know, I'm watching the video. Anything. Um, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, influenza. They want it to be pneumonia. They want it to be... I mean, we've even had people say, well, I think maybe it might be lung cancer. I mean, something so far-fetched. You would and rather have young lung cancer? Day one, when COVID started in this area in March, you've kind of been able to say if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. Like, I hate to tell you that you have COVID, but that's what you have. You know, even after positive results come back. Some it's kind of interesting because Wyoming is a Trump country. Patients are very, very grateful for their care and very thankful for what you do. But unfortunately, that's not what I'm remembering right now. And as my nursing career, um, that that's not what I want to be remembered, be remembering for. I, I want to remember. All right. All right. That's a pretty, that's a pretty inept, uh, pretty in-depth analysis there. Let's take a, let's take a, let's take that apart real quick. All right. So there's so many things wrong with people not wanting to accept what's going on with COVID right now. Like 2,000 people died yesterday from COVID. And no one is really... It, it It's sort of this dissonance of, like, you explain it. I explained it like this, you know. If you were in the forest and you saw a bear running at you, you would run. You would put obstacles in front of you to behind you to prevent that bear from you You would do whatever it takes to save your life um but because covid isn't something we can see and it's just not of it's, it's impacting people but it's disproportionately impacting people who who might not be able to resist it's like if we started seeing like celebrities go down politicians go down from this not like go down from dot like go down and be sick a few days like dying it'd be a little bit more real you you have to see something here but if you like you know and it's and it's the total opposite from that bear example if you then heard the sounds of a bear felt the tremblings of like the ground rumbling underneath you as if something was coming to you but nothing was there your curiosity would almost make you want to go find it and that's the issue that's the situation we're in right now and i put up a poll on my uh youtube on my twitter page uh, on my Twitter page and Facebook and IG and as the question was simple if there was a vaccine out right now to help you help with COVID would you take it and like it was shocking to see the responses I got from that because 
out of ten, let's just say out of 10, but I think I had about 40 or 50 people respond, but let's say out of 10, only two people. So that's 20%, 20% of the people in the, in that poll I did said they would take the vaccine. And that's pretty on par with the, the nation's standard right now, which is 70, 30, um, 70, not taking it and 30 will take it. That's really disappointing. And that's a major letdown of our, of our governing of our, um, ability to uh, make our make our citizens feel safe as a total failure on the government. Uh, vaccines, the fact that vaccines are questioned questioned so highly in this country, in in a country that's considered to be educated, is baffling to me. Uh, if you're asking my opinion, I would take it. It's not a hard decision for me. But also, I work in a healthcare field, and I also work with pulmonary. So, yeah, we're doing transplants to save people with COVID. Could you imagine catching COVID and then having to do a have a, have a lung transplant? That that's your that's your final finishing move. Tragic. Um, the Iron story is pretty insightful, and I mean. But now it's like this question of, okay, where are these spikes coming from? And two weeks ago, today is the 20th, 1120. But like two, three weeks ago, what happened? Well, obviously it was the election, right? But a week before the election, what really happened? Can anybody answer that question? Oh, yeah, you in the back. What's up? Yep, that's right. It was Halloween. And tradition trumps logic some people couldn't go without their kids experiencing some American folk tale and there's a part of me that really had to I found myself siding with the people who are like it's a pagan holiday and it's about worshiping Satan I was like yeah that you know what telling people that gets their them to stay the fuck home yeah let's do let's go with that let's scare people into staying home Because Halloween was a spike and it happened all over the country. But you can see now, especially after the election, now that we have an election map to kind of see places where Donald Trump supporters live is where people are dying. And I'll say this. I said this last week and I'll say it again. If the people, if Trump fought COVID, the people who would have died from it would have more than likely helped him win the election. He lost by some 60, you know, he lost by a few thousand in each, like 20,000 in each state that he lost, that flipped. 260,000 people are dead. He would have won this election with that, with those numbers. Land on your own sword, in the words of the great JB. The next spike is coming, though, because, like I said, it's the 20th. Of November. What's next? Thanksgiving. I am 32 years old, and for the last 32 years of my life, I, well, not 32 years on the dot, but for the vast majority of my childhood growing up, probably 15 and up, I have gone to the Dyro's house for Thanksgiving to eat Tucci's mom's food. The smell of her house is the is one of the most triggering memories of my life. It has a very distinct scent. 
It's very African and I fucking love it. And no matter what was going on, whether it was the loss of my cousin or uh, college, whatever, no matter how like defeated this, this I was in a year, coming home to eat that turkey and talk amongst my friends, Kolade, all of them, sis, having my siblings there, parents coming here to ask me weird questions about when I'm going to get married. I loved it. And I'm not going to be able to experience this shit. They canceled that shit. And I'm thinking to myself, is shit, would I be like, can I get a Zoom thing going on? Wait, my camera's frozen. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Okay. Can I get like a Zoom thing going on where like all of us are there, but then it's like coordinating who has trying to explain to an African parent how to get the computer to work. Man, they're trying to get them to realize how the goddamn uh, remote works is difficult. But you want to do something. Don't like schools have already figured it out. They peep game. These kids are about to go home and intermingle with their friends, family, whatever, and then come back to campus. Schools have already been like, no, we're not letting people back on campus. And I think that's a great idea. That campus stuff is dead. Like, what? what's your game plan here? Like, get people to come back to campus? No way. It's too risky. Why would you risk it? And then if you bring them back, you run the risk of having these people spread whatever they have. That's also too risky. You don't want to do that. You don't want to risk that. So now you're stuck in that, like, in a rock and a hard spot, and it sucks. But, yo, that's the situation we're in right now. If you're going to let your kids come home, man, quarantine. Don't kill Graham Graham for some turkey. From some, Don't kill Graham Graham for some dry-ass turkey, man. Don't do it. Send a care package. Leftovers are taste better than the original day anyway. Don't kill your parents for some dry-ass American turkey. Please. Stay wherever you are. Don't let nobody come to you. Don't. We just we have to figure out a way of doing. It. We like the the transfer of power doesn't happen till the twentieth of January. So we by ourselves have to figure this out. Talk to people, beg people to do the right thing. And I mean, like that's literally it. That's all we can do. Is hope that like people just come together and just don't let this get, don't let this be too big. Don't let this like be a a, a, a battleground situation. Thanksgiving's over, Black Friday. Any play, any store that's opening up for Black Friday should be charged with negligence. Don't put yourself at risk. Is what I'm basically saying here. For some dry ass American turkey. Like, there's, there was a clip I wanted to talk about in regards to this, but I'm just leaving it like that, man. Don't kill your don't kill your family members for some dry ass turkey. Social distance. Do this shit the right way. We can beat this, but we need to work together. It's so important that we work together. Thank you.